maybe to me, maybe because to me, I feel like this is a better scenario. Like now, I'm not. Why I'm not tell men to stay out of women's business. Fair enough, which is fair, which is fair, which is fair. I think my thing is like, oh, I'm like now you're no longer a home wrecker. So like, why aren't you happy? But <laughs> she wanted to be a home wrecker. I don't get. Hello and welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. And welcome to our weekly discussion on the incredible second season of HBO's Industry. And joining me today to dissect another very good episode of Industry. Unfortunately, he's neither Mickey Down nor Conrad K, but he'll just have to do it. Ayo in them. That's really hurtful that he said it was unfortunate. I feel like I'm worthy. Trusting myself. Wait, what do you think, though? Do you think, like, you're, like, should I be happy that you're neither Mickey nor Conrad? What do you mean? You said it was unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate that you're, that you're neither of them. Like, Why is I'm it not going to be happy about that. Why? Why aren't you happy about because that? Because I... You'd rather Because them. I would rather You'd do rather do a podcast with them. Yes, obviously. Wow. Wow. Back I mean, well, I, I wouldn't. Is this up for debate? I, mean, I wouldn't rather do I'd rather do <laughs> that's one with you. That's not true. Maybe we finished that last week's episode. You were like, you know what? That's the best. That's the best I've ever felt on this podcast. I wish we could. I could speak with Mickey and Conrad every week. Those were your words. I mean, I didn't say best I've ever felt on this podcast, but I do wish I could speak with them every week because they're really nice. Yeah, exactly. So I, I wish I could speak with them every week too. In place of me, that you are not. Mm. No, it's unfortunate mm. that you're not mm. them, mm. but it's fortunate that you're every. You are not everyone you know else. It's fine. It's fine. You come in at a strong second. I'm strong second, very strong second. It's okay. I don't have to be number one in your life, Banky. Oh no, no, you're number one in my life. But when it comes to this podcast and industry, you're you're a strong second. I don't know, I don't know what to say to you. I, I you said you said I all that needs def- to be said. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not like angry about it. I'm not. I don't feel the need to defend myself. I'm I'm very uh, staunch in my beliefs on this particular issue. Cool. <laughs> okay. Um. Speaking of, if you're listening to this episode and I presume that you know that we spoke with the creators of Industry last week for episode five, uh, Mickey Down and Conrad K, we spoke, to, they were very, very generous with their time, very, very thoughtful about the answers. You can tell that they're really giving a lot of thought to these characters, this story, and we spoke about their thinking in terms of crafting this season, season two, and also episode five itself, knowing there's a, a big swing and also just how we think that swing came out. So if for some reason, maybe you missed that on the feed, please go back and check that out. It's a really, really good interview. Short as well. Um, yeah, but what else is going on on the feed? Two friends of the pod, Ebube and Fami, are currently discussing House of the Dragon. So, you know, if you're watching that new Game of Thrones show and you're enjoying it so far, please check that out. They are two readers of the book. So obviously they have good backstory, good knowledge of the lore. I'm not a reader of the book, so trust me, I can edit out what's anything that may, that may be a spoiler. So please check that out as well. Um, I think the next episode will be out tomorrow. Also, a couple of other friends are digesting the new Lord of the Rings show, Rings of Power. So please check that out. We aim to have those episodes out every Saturday, the day after the episodes drop on Amazon Prime. So they as well are big talking heads. So they'll be discussing Rings of Power weekly. Um, so yeah, it's like... Well, full on in the fantasy bag over here on, fan- uh, on Popcorn for fantasy Dinner. Fantasy for Dinner. So please check that out. Um, 
Hey, I know you're like, I know you're a Thrones guy, if only from the show. Are you, are you a Lord of the Rings guy? No. Do you know, I've, I think I've watched all three movies, but like not, not in a way that stuck with me. The same way I know, like, I, I know I've watched like Sound of Music, but I don't remember ever watching Sound of Music. It's the same way I've watched Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. So it's not like, you can't have a discussion about Lord of the Rings. No, I cannot. Mm. Are you going to watch the show? We'll see. When does it come out? Uh, second. So by the time this episode is coming out, the first episode will be out. Nice. So, um, yeah, I'm like, that's my, that's one of my cultural blind spots. <laughs> I wasn't really a fantasy guy for so long. One like, of? I don't know if I'm a fantasy guy right now. I don't think I'm a fantasy guy, actually. I think Game of Thrones just, was just like an outlier. Um, so like, yeah, I haven't watched a lot of the rings. I haven't watched like the Hobbits, all those movies. So, like that's like cultural blind spots. I had to outsource that to... You didn't watch the Hobbit? Didn't wait, so wait, did you watch the Hobbit? Yeah. So you've watched all six movies, not three. Oh, yeah, I think I've watched all six. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could. When you said three, I think you already watched a lot of the Rings movies then. Oh, no, I've watched those three, but I've also watched the other movies. Oh, okay, well, yeah, so you've watched all six. You've watched all the movies that have come out in the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, okay, yeah, well, then, yeah, that's, I, I didn't watch Hobbit, I didn't watch Lord of the Rings, so I, like, know nothing about it talking. So it's going to be so weird, like, editing those podcasts because I'm just going to be like, okay, like, I guess this should stay. This should go. I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, But yeah, so Priscilla and Chizzy are going to be covering that. Abube and Fami are covering House of the Dragon. So please check that out. Check those out. Those episodes out. Um, what else? Yeah, please follow us whatever platform you're listening on. If you're someone who just, maybe you first heard of a podcast when Mickey and Conrad were on, thank you for coming back. Please follow us if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever. Please rate and review if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That really, really helps us like get out there, get recommended. Um, yeah, and also please follow us on our social media pages. It's um, popcorn underscore dinner on Twitter, popcorn for dinner underscore pod on Instagram, and just popcorn for dinner pod or on TikTok. So yeah, and also subscribe to our YouTube channels, please, and like and share those videos. But yeah, let's let's talk about Hindish. Are you are you done? Are you done whoring yourself out? It's it's a lot, isn't it? I, I do it every week, and I never get like, I never get used to it. Speaking of, you never get used so to whoring. Yeah, no, no matter how often I do it, it just it just never feels <laughs> natural. It doesn't feel like second nature to me. I always speaking of TikTok, you've had two good TikToks. Thank you. So what, what do you mean by good? As in good in content or good in numbers? One good in content, one good in numbers. <laughs> thank you thank you as opposed well that's okay thank you thank i'm you. proud of you actually using the platform the way it's meant to be used now oh shout out shout out to ibuka ibuka is one of the resident gen Zers. so him and i try to i i speak and then he gen z's gen z fires it i don't know uh anyways but yeah shout out to ibuka um <laughs> just after which one is the good one in content oh, i'm gonna leave that up to you bro <laughs> which one do you think is a good one <laughs> I just I think both content is good, but that's fine. Uh, industry, industry season two, episode six, mm. written by Joseph Charlton and directed once again by the returning Caleb Femi. Uh, Ayo, what happened in this episode, and how do you feel about it, bro? So much happened, so many <laughs> things happened? happened in this episode. It's ridiculous. I'm not even clear on some of the things that happened, but a oh, lot happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, of course. There's basically three storylines running through this episode. So mm-hmm. we can hit them character by character. The first one is Harper. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the main story is Harper's story. Yeah. So she's, you know, watching the price of fast aid, um, following episode four, where she tells Jesse to short it 
you know, in direct opposition to what DVD wants. Mm-hmm. To her surprise, the stock price keeps rising. And it's because the retail investors have clumped together because um, they want to save it a la GameStop strip AMC. It's a GameStop uh, story, boys. It is a GameStop story. <laughs> uh, and, you know, hijinks ensue. Harper panics and she tries to save her client and her reputation. Uh, on the other side, um, Yasmin is finally leaving her desk. It's been six mm-hmm. episodes. <laughs> She's finally leaving. <laughs> and her and Celeste finally culminate all the tension that I've been building. And she deals Again, with... six episodes. Yeah, it's been six episodes of build-up. And then she deals with the fallout of both of those things, uh, I think. Mm-hmm. And finally, Gus. Ah, Gus. Oh, Gus. Gus oh, ruminates Gus. over his promotion opportunity, and he does that with the help of his sister. Uh, mm-hmm. So those are, those are the three things that happened in this episode. I think we should probably, first of all, let's get our general thoughts, and then we can mm-hmm. attack each story and like hit the beats of each of those stories. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was the plan. When I texted you, I think I was watching the episode, I texted you, I gave you to like do the plot. I gave you the homework, quote unquote. I was, part of me was hoping that you would go a lot more. Like I was trying to punish you in a sense. Like you say, you say this is what happened and this is, this, is, this, is, this is the financial term and this is what this means. I was like, I was like, we can do that when we dive into it. No, I mean, you can. I don't, I have no idea what it means. So you can. Um, I would say this though, and yeah, we're definitely gonna go character by character. I'll say this: my my biggest. Well, first of all, no, what what did you think of the episode? Just like, did you like it? Your biggest takeaway, general Thank takeaway, you. stuff like that. <laughs> I love this episode. This is the second or the third time I've shouted this season. My sister is staying with me, and she ran into the room when I screamed. <laughs> She's like, "What happened?" Because I shouted, "Fuck!" Then, <laughs> but. Okay, I think we'll get to the. We'll get to the, what I think is where you shouted, but I don't know if, if my reaction was even fuck. Like I don't know if I was like angry when that happened, but like anyway, I wasn't angry. I'm like someone is fucked, man. It's crazy. Oh, oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Do you know my my biggest takeaway is a lot more macro. Okay, and my biggest takeaway this season is that I'm a bit annoyed as to when this episode is airing because Ayo, this is such a good season of TV to watch it. Mm. Like, this is, this should be, like, an award season, like, just, like, let me not say win or whatever, because there are some great shows on TV, but, like, an award season, like, all-round contender. contender. And I'm a bit mm-hmm. worried if, by the time the nominations for next Emmys are coming out, they will be, be too far out of people's memory. Just because, imagine you watching this episode thinking, fuck, man, these Emmy voters are not going to vote for this stuff, because it's going to be too far away. <laughs> that is me. Because I'm thinking... We are seeing performances that should be nominated. That we're seeing right, and I'm not just saying this because obviously Mickey and Conrad were on last week. That, that's part of the reason because now we look, guys. I'm sorry, but now we're, we're Mickey. And, I am a Mickey and Conrad chill now. <laughs> I can't tell you if I'll be completely unbiased, but anyway, no. But I'm not saying that. I'm just like I was like, you know what? And we had this discussion, didn't we? Like in the previous episode, like we we like industry a lot, season mm-hmm. one, but we weren't sure if it was going to take that next step into the elevation. The, like, yeah, we said, yeah, it. the kind, the kind of. I don't know the best way to put it, but like it's in kind of what the, Mickey and Conrad said in how like they veered more into traditional storytelling structures exactly. to kind of make the and exactly. we're like we don't know if the, that is the show it's going to be like it might just be a bit messy but intentionally messy, right? Mm. But now it's kept all those charms from season one and it's just like telling a great story. And I'm like I'm just like oh my god, I wish this was going to be in Emmy voters' minds this time next year. Or because I was like this is so good. I was like I hope I hope it it has enough steam to carry it on. I think. 
HP yeah. hopefully can like yeah yeah because I think the reaction has been insane like I mm-hmm. don't think critically definitely, yeah the critical yeah. reaction for this season I don't think there's many things that have reached the level of acclaim I've seen this season of industry hitting yeah so hopefully that stays long in the mind and that might also be you know at the at the risk of turning is this discussion into like an awards season discussion but it might end up having a similar effect on their prospects that White Lotus had in terms of airing a bit early and people just remember loving it. Fair. And then, then, like, just having that at the back of their mind throughout that this is something that... I mean, maybe, actually, maybe you're right, maybe coming out early is a good thing because then it's it a might be. to there's, get I mean, there's nothing like, else for people to yeah. compare it to right now apart from, you know, House of Dragon. I don't think there's... There's nothing else that's airing right now. Okay. So, sometimes I just want to put out the explanations for, in case you watched this episode and you, you didn't know what they meant and you forgot to go research. So, bullish mm-hmm. is a belief or an indicator that prices will rise. Mm-hmm. Bearish is a belief or an indicator that prices will fall. And a rally is a short-term and often sharp upward move in prices, whenever like the retail investors were rallying. So, in case maybe you didn't know what those means and you're too lazy to set those up. Um, yeah, and I just love the fact that they were doing GameStop like from the perspective of, of like the rich people who, who were being fucked by quote unquote <laughs> democracy. Um Okay, Harper. How, how do you want to start about Harper? Do you want to start about let's start about the Harper the Let's character. start with let's the start beginning. With... Let's start with the beginning. Yeah. Because I think mm-hmm. I think we can even go plot wise with Harper the character. Um mm-hmm. I feel like after the the fallout of last the last episode, Harper is just her walls are at an all-time high and mm-hmm. at an all-time strength. So all she's trying to do now is look out for herself. I think maybe she's she's taking the words that her brother said in the last episode of her being selfish and a narcissist and she's wearing that as an armor. Mm-hmm. Now she's saying, okay, if if the person that I probably love the most in the world thinks this of me, let me just be that. Let me look out for myself and no one else. And I think that, mm-hmm. you know, that's my reading of her, you know, the performance and the character in this episode. And I think that really is what drives a lot of her actions. I love I love the fact that you brought that up, actually. Uh, we should mention just quickly is that um, after an incredible scene, DVD tells Harper that they've made a decision that London is going to subsume um, New York and he's earmarked Harper to move to the New York mm-hmm. desk, which God knows what that means for our boy Robert, but that's for a different episode. Um, <laughs> But I love the fact that you brought up episodes, last episode and Berlin and all that because I have this note, which, to be fair, I wrote this note at 3 a.m. I woke up in the middle of the night and I wrote down this note. So so it may or may not make sense. This is, this is how much industry is played on my mind. <laughs> I woke up on a... But I was thinking, I was like, do we think... And I think you kind of partly answered this question. Um, but does pre-Harper... Does pre-Berlin Harper do what Harper did in this episode? Because, in a way, it kind of feels like what pre-Berlin Harper would do. I still feel like she could do these things, even if she didn't have the experience in, in Berlin. But, and this might be me trying to, like, look for the better nature of Harper. But I feel mm-hmm. like pre-Berlin Harper may have responded to DVD when he said, okay, look, now is the time. Tell me the truth. Yeah. And that's, I think, I think that's exactly, that was exactly the, the same moment I picked out. I was like, okay. Oh, I think okay. pre-Berlin Harper would have probably asked for help at that point and said, okay, 
Maybe maybe not even saying like her full story on like how she was the one that told him to show it. But she would have but yeah, she would have tried to make a story in yeah. which she got some help, yeah, not just like yeah. double down. Yeah, that was that was my thing because like in terms of the business wise, I can see pre Berlin Harper always doing this, but in terms of yeah. like yeah, that point where DVD basically opens and like uh, yeah, okay. That was that was my thing. So I guess I wasn't dumb at three AM and obviously I don't think because of how big the fuck up is, I don't think you can go through this without thinking about what Eric said in in season one, right? When it's like there's two times to tell me when when is a problem, when you really when you fucked up, when you fix it. And it's like mm. I think that was DVD giving her the opportunity. Okay, this is the time to tell me there's a problem. After now, there is you can't do it anymore. Yeah. Um I, I was so happy when it turned out that Danny knew something was up because I was like, Danny's not yeah. a fool. Danny's not Danny's not and he yeah. can he can see the chemistry that that is going on. So as you mentioned, obviously, um, let me never try and embarrass myself on using the correct terms. But the pro- the idea that Harper gave Bloom is clearly in downfall because the the Reddit virgins are uh trying to rally this this stock. And mm-hmm. which I think Do you do you know why it's not good? Well, I know that okay, I've watched the big shorts in a way that I can understand what a short in a stock means, right? Okay, cool. I know that much. And I know that they are like, look. Bloom seems to believe that his personal attack, which could be fair because he was invested in, in GameStop as well. But the um, Reddit incels are like, look, big Wall Street are shorting this this particular stock, fast aid. Mm-hmm. Let's obviously try and increase the price. This coincides with the fact that Amazon CTO has Amazon guy has been on a CTO, meaning that should obviously increase the price um, normally. So like mm-hmm. the Reddit Reddit incels are really trying to improve the price. Meanwhile. Bloom and I guess other people that are invested in fast aid are trying to hold the line essentially. Or I think his mates are actually selling out because they're like, "This is fucked. We can't. We don't want to lose more money." Yeah. So I guess I- they. I mean, so so that 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 scene was interesting because I think I think it did to well one thing in particular. You said that Bloom Bloom's um, belief that it could be personal mm-hmm. could be founded. I think I think it's unfounded, and I think it's because of who Bloom is that he thinks it's like a personal attack. Mm. I think at that level of, you know, privilege and wealth, everything that doesn't go exactly your way feels personal. Yeah. So Harper not picking up his phone calls feels like a personal affront to him. When, you know, as he says, life is happening to everyone. Yeah. Like you don't, that, that should never, that shouldn't be a, something that you read as a personal affront. And I think him thinking that, uh, you know, the Reddit guys are coming for him. It's also just like it's narcissism. Yeah, it's yeah. not like I doubt. Yeah, I doubt. Like they are they are subreddits about let, let's let's target Jesse Bloom. Yeah, let's <laughs> fuck yeah. Jesse Bloom. No, I don't think so. Um, but yeah. So I think so. First of all, I want to talk about the title card because wow, this is your favorite. Uh, I love great it. title I love card. It. It's it was so good in this episode, and the music when the scene comes. Look, I was thinking about this. Like the way they shot that beginning scene with Harper watching the stock price of. Um, fast they go mm-hmm. up initially like in the night was reminiscent of how they've ended a bunch of episodes like that's usually the climax mm-hmm. of the episode mm-hmm. right like the music and like just the tension that's already there and they just start the episode off like that and i was like wow this is going to be a great one i already knew just from that point um and then the next thing that Harper does is uh you know call people try and get some information mm-hmm. and then eventually she finds out that it's because of um wall street mm-hmm. debts uh then they have this interaction, uh, Harper, Danny, mm-hmm. and Jesse. And then she goes to speak to Danny. And then Danny tells her, like you already mentioned, that she's going to be beamed up to the mothership. 
in my head, I'm like, Danny, why are you doing that? That just seems a bit naive. Like, why would you tell her that now? But I think it was all part of him trying to extend the olive branch to be like, yeah, I understand that Bloom is your client and you think this is all on you, but it, it isn't. Like, we want to take care of you as well. Why so. would you? Th- why did you think it was naive? I don't know. I think Eric has scarred me, man, because I don't, I don't <laughs> think Eric tells her. Fair enough. I don't think Eric tells her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not probably. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But like, yeah. I mean, I, and then Danny was just like, look, whatever is going on in a personal life, professional, this is like, we can't put that till after work. In terms of professional, like, this is, this is the truth. And I, I saw it the same way. I was like, look, I'm, Telling you this much to know that, like, it's not do or die. You basically are, on, you basically have a free ticket. So all you need to do is not fuck up anymore. Just tell me what it is, and then we can solve it mm. together. Like, you're you're going to New York. That's fine. Also, we don't have time to get into this, but like, her reaction to that was not good. Yeah, she was not excited. She was just like, Ugh. <laughs> I don't know if like maybe she just doesn't like America, but she was just like, I don't want to go to New York, which is like, yeah. So I don't. I, we can get to that maybe next week. But maybe she felt like she lost or like London losing was her like personally losing as well. I don't know. Which is finds that people are actually not going. People are going to get fired. Like <laughs> people are actually going to lose more. Um, but I guess that leads us to when the the stock, well, obviously skipping a few things, but you guys were the episode, so that's fine. The stock starts to go. You are angry at your listeners. <laughs> no, I'm not. I love them. I love them. Um, <laughs> the stock. The stock starts to go up, and I found this. I was like, "Why is Harper so impulsive?" The stock starts Wait, to go, go up, like, down or up, or let's use uh, up in the sense that it goes in their favor. I, I, okay. I can't keep track of what is up or what is <laughs> the down. The stock price was falling. Okay, and she speaks to Rishi, and Rishi says, "Yes, it looks like it is falling." Yeah. Um, okay, genuinely. falling. Yeah, so falling. Yeah, because it was falling, and yes. then that this was a good thing for them. Yes. Oh, yes. uh, so. This is where I'm really going to need you because in terms of like the numbers Rishi was throwing out, I was like, what are those numbers? I wasn't, to be honest, I wasn't sure. <laughs> okay, let's just play. Anyway. But, like, but like what happens in that scene was, yeah. um, or that, no, but, you know, the whole interaction. Yeah, but before that, I was looking like, it just felt very impulsive to me. And I, I get it back to like what you said, like she's like, look, I mean, I think uh, Mikia, Mikia and Conrad mentioned it last week, like work is going to be all she does now, right? She's so like, she has to perform out work. Mm. But the stuff starts to, go down for like two seconds and she's on the phone to bloom and i'm just like if it was me i would wait i would i would like really want to be sure first that everything is all right before i come up with this plan that could also backfire she's just like so she asked rishi yeah but and it's a good thing because we want that in real time it's not like there's no cuts there's no like five minutes later it's like it's literally two minutes it's like let me call bloom and tell him about this plan and obviously, they okay. Explain what their plan is as best as you can. So, what it seems to me like is happening is so the stock is going down, which means it's probably a good time for um, them to sell uh, yes. all the shares that they have. But he won't lose as much as he would have yeah, lost five minutes yeah, before. Yeah, well, I guess. Well, he wouldn't have sell, lost as much like as... to well to reverse his short position. Basically, that's what that was what he needs yeah, to do. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, seems like a good time. And then he's, well, Harper gets on the phone with him and they come up with this plan to basically re- deceive Rishi, mm-hmm. um, to trick him into thinking that they were, they wanted to buy, um, buy more stock at that level. And mm-hmm. Rishi was meant to believe 
that that was what, what they wanted to do because you would need to buy some sh- um, stock to if you wanted to stomp out of your position on, at the short, right? Are you following? Yeah. Yeah, but it was all a ruse. They just wanted to sell. <laughs> so, um, you know, we have that incredible scene with the hands. And so wait, sorry, sell in terms of like selling their, all their stock? Yeah, yeah. No, but he still had stock though because he said that he's going to sell through Goldman at the end. Yeah. Yeah, but not all. I think he sold some, not all. But like, if he was selling, how does that make money for him and screw Rishi? Because Rishi Rishi thought he wanted to buy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Rishi set a price that would have been favorable for Rishi if for someone buying. was buying something for him. Yeah, but, but he was selling at that price. He was selling on that price. So oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then the that whole US and, and then this thing with the hand, which... I'm just like, I mean, look, we're having all this thing about we don't understand the, the jargon, but I don't care. It doesn't because, matter like, what the jargon is. The the intent was so clear. We're only doing this because it's a podcast. Like, honestly, it changes nothing for me in terms of like the sh- understanding the show and enjoying the show. Because like, once you see that hand thing, I've never seen it before on this show. I don't know what the hand thing Man, is. I haven't worked Wall Street, <laughs> but like, I'm like, this is incredible. This is beautiful. I honestly thought, and back to what you said about how it felt like the, like the beginning felt like the end. I honestly thought it was like last five minutes. And I looked at what I was like, oh shit, there's still 20 minutes left. <laughs> I was like, there is still more to happen. Um, yeah, and is this, was this the point where you shouted? Yeah, no, that was not what I shouted. Because, oh, wow. I mean, they were cooking up the plan. So I was oh, like, it I wasn't was the point you shouted, it was, yeah, it was five minutes later. later. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So they cook up the plan, they execute the plan, and it looks like it works because mm. the stock price begins to drop dramatically. Mm. Um, as that's happening, DVD is losing his mind. Because he's like, why have you just fucked us, first of all? And why are you lying about it? Because I was on the call. I was patched into the line. I heard you and... Did you know um, it was patched in? I didn't know. I felt like it was. I felt like it was. DVD like is the king headset. of being on the phone. <laughs> he's the king of being on phone call. But I had a feeling. I wasn't surprised when he said it was patched in. I felt like it was. I, from the headset. Bro, no, I was spun, man. Because... So he was patched in and he mm-hmm. like basically heard them trying to deceive. And Rishi's like, why didn't you say something? I was like, I wanted to know who she was. <laughs> Rishi's just there, <laughs> upset. Like, because that doesn't help me. Now that you know who she was, how does that help me? <laughs> oh, Rishi's upset because now he's basically bought a bunch of shares that mm. um, the prices seem to be dropping instantly, or you know, by the moment. Mm. And yeah, so DVD is screaming to Harper that she needs to get out, get off the trading floor. Uh, Ayo, but she's that scream. That, oh that, the way man, scream. See, so well acted. So well acted. Here's the thing. You guys also, know, like... I thought he was Drake in that moment. <laughs> Again. I was like, Drake, relax. Look, you guys know, as someone, as you guys, if you listen to this podcast more than five times, you know, I love actors. I, like, I've studied acting, all that stuff. Like, like that's how I was thinking that you can't, like, that's acting. I don't know how to put it. That, that's not just, like, <laughs> reciting a line. Like, the way he, he says that is, like, his frustration, he's trying to keep quiet, but he, he can't shout at yeah, work. because he just, shouted like, it, but then he kept himself quiet. Just, oh, man. I was just like, oh, my God. It was so God. well done. I was like, oh, my so God, what's well going on here? Um, yeah, okay, sorry, I cut you off. Continue. Yeah. Uh, so, he, yeah, so he screams that, mm-hmm. and Harper is ignoring him mm-hmm. because she's watching the prices, like, the price drop, and she's... She has this little satisfied look on her face and then the the stock price begins to rally, which is when I screamed fuck. <laughs> That's when I screamed Do you want to know what I did here? At this point, I'm not even supporting <laughs> Harper because like, 
I can't support you. You, you, I can't really support you in this situation. But do you want to know what happened? Hey, you vote on Court James now. Yeah. I went full on end of a Court James. I'm not going to spoil on Court James for anyone that hasn't watched it. But the way I watched the last 15 minutes was how I watched this scene with my hands on my head. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not like genuinely my hands were on my head. I was like, I was like, wow, what is going on? What is happening? And let's just pause here. Let's pause here because mm-hmm. you and I have spoken a lot about the needle, needle drops on, on this on this season and just the way they've used music incredibly. Mm. We need to just shout out Nathan McKay, who's the composer. Because I don't think we've spoken about the score particularly. Yeah, I was going to actually have a note for this that. The season. score in this, in this episode. Oh mm. my God. Oh my God. Like, like, wherever you are, Nathan McKay, take a lot of flowers. Because that moment that, that the stock starts going up, I was, my eyes could have been closed and I don't know what was going on. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I was like, this is so good. Like, oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, and amazing. That's the moment I'm amazing. like, I'm like, oh, this is the end of the episode. We'll start. We'll continue from next week. And they're like, oh no, no, there's still 20 minutes left. There's still a lot of stuff to happen. Um, yeah, just like, I also while we're on this detour, I want to talk about Mihaly. If that's possible, if like, unless you have notes on that particular scene before we before we move on. No, go ahead. Um. I don't know if we've, again, I don't know if we've spoken about her particularly in terms of like her performance, but something that really struck me watching this show the first time was, and obviously shout out to Caleb Femi as well, the director, was how many kind of medium and close-up shots of Harper he uses this episode. Mm. And I think like, obviously, like from that first scene, lots of them are like between monitors. Yeah. Lots of them are like through windows. Like she's, Mihala is holding the screen for most of this episode. Just, just her, just her face. Not like, not, nobody else in the back. I'm just like, that's just, that's the type of thing that only a star can do. I don't know how to explain it, but like, it's just where you know, oh, that, that person's a great actress, that person's a star. Like that scene between Bloom and, and Danny, that first scene, the anxiety on her face is like mm. I don't know I don't know how to describe it, but like use the word palpable. Like you can just see like she she doesn't know if like Bloom is about to say like the truth, like just the all truth to Danny. Like she's just yeah, and she's if back to the awards thing. Obviously, maybe the obvious episode to submit to be like last week because that's the big show we won. But I was like I was like Mihala is doing. Incre- like this is the one that you're like this is she's, she's the main character of this show isn't she like she's carrying mm-hmm. this entire show every scene is just like her face like some close-ups I'm just, I, it's difficult to, to hold a close-up like that and like convey all the things she needs to convey and then obviously that scene that mickey and conrad referenced from last week when when eric tells her about about speaking to people you can just see her face <laughs> she actually looked disgusted <laughs> it's like what's going on and also just uh, just speaking about harper as well I keep forgetting to bring this up for the last five or six weeks, but like her costume in this season, I I'm not the right person to talk about it because I can't give you the right adjectives to describe it. But she just looks great; like she looks like new money, and it suits her. Like like she looks different <laughs> from how she looks in season one. Fair. I love I love what she's wearing. I don't like shout out to the costume design. I just love how what she's wearing this season. Yeah, and I think obviously that leads us to. Um, Danny's like out of my desk. Uh, ton of your. And he has essentially fired her at that point. Yeah, yeah. And then this leads us to her talking to Bloom. Um, quick mm. recap: she kind of pitches to Bloom. Tell me if I'm wrong, but he should use his speech at the Bloomberg conference or Bloomberg investment conference or whatever to kind of shit talk his um, the stock, right? So that his short makes money. Yeah. So like, if everybody's like, "Oh, yeah. I have to sell 
um, fast aid and his shot makes money. But at the same time, he gets a call from 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 Leo, and mm. he. I just love the fact that that Bloom has his priorities, and like, <laughs> I don't think we've seen this guy before. I don't think we've seen this kind of like billionaire, like that clearly picks his son over <laughs> over Fair. over making money. So I, I like that was very interesting to me that he picked his priorities. Uh, he ditches Harper's plan to go spend time with his son because his son has finally opened up to him. Um, I love the possibility that their relationship started at like how watching Jesse at a similar conference, like obviously really started mm. and it could possibly end at her like waiting to watch him and they're just an empty chair. It never comes up. That just, I like that kind of symmetry. Um, what do you think of that scene and kind of where their relationship ends at the end of this episode? And Bloom's it was, decision. It was kind of like heartbreaking to see her floundering because <laughs> she, she really came. That was her last ditch effort mm-hmm. to like to bloom anyways, to see, to see if he'll take the bait. But yeah, I, I liked it. I like, I like that you said, like you said that he picked Leah in that instance, but I didn't really have much to say about that scene. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's, that was the I biggest mean, we're going to see, we're going to see Jesse again. Like, oh yeah, sure. so, definitely. Definitely. We'll um, yeah, that scene does two things. It, it's one, it shows us Jesse's, Jesse picking Leo. And also it kind of <laughs> forces Harper's hand. Like, it's like, you have no other options. Which yeah. sends out to Eric at the end of the episode. Um, it's weird because we never really talk about our notes before we record, which is obviously different podcasts have different different routines. But that's how you get a situation mm. like me thinking um, Maggie Lovey Cunt is... <laughs> Maggie Lovey Cunt. Um, Maggie. But is the... Imp- impression meant to be that like they are trying to leave together yes because yes. they would are we worth a bit away why would eric yeah. want to do this what is she worth because to i think he i think he still thinks she has bloom that was so from okay. that okay that was why i thought yeah from that uh discussion that they had earlier in the episode where he's saying that he's been talking to recruiters or you know he's no longer and in the calls and yeah and then he tells her that institutions are shells for key client relationships mm-hmm. i at that point my note is is eric selling here is he trying to get her to leave with uh, him? okay okay because that's i, I don't know it came I, I mean i mean it might not have been but i don't trust any of these guys anymore <laughs> i think <laughs> I it was i think it was i think what you're saying makes sense i think it was because so, i thought eric was too forthcoming i thought he was too forthcoming yeah so it makes yeah. sense yeah i agree with you so that's that's what i thought was happening i think he was trying to tell her look you know, I'm I'm basically done here. Let's mm-hmm. leave, and we can make more money because you have Bloom. But in that case, this conversation lasts five minutes. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, it's yes. it's not really a cliffhanger then, because like it's like once she once he knows that she doesn't have Bloom, it's over. That's the end of the conversation. I mean, <laughs> this this is not the first time that she's going to try and lie to get get her way. <laughs> true, <laughs> true, um, uh, true. Yeah. Uh, I would say this, like, obviously, I've been we've been very good all season. This was the first time I, I really wanted to load up episode seven. <laughs> Let's go. Let me just watch episode seven right now. Because, obviously, as well, I, I got the impression that, like, it was like, okay, are we worth a bit away? Can we both go? And Eric is very open to the idea. And we had kind of theorized, would it end up being Harper and, and Eric again versus DVD? Like, was that the story we are going to tell? And maybe, right, maybe, maybe she tries to convince Bloom to come back. Because my main thing was yeah. like, why would like, and I was thinking, oh, like it, it just happened. She he wouldn't know. He's so far up in whatever floor that he wouldn't know that she he wouldn't know. She doesn't yeah. have she doesn't have bloom anymore. Um, I mean, no one will know she doesn't have bloom apart from her and bloom. 
True, true. There's no one that knows. And even that is still a bit, you know, it's still a bit up in the air. Um, we spent almost 40 minutes talking about this, about Harper, and I think, I don't know, is there anything because, like... Because it was, it was incredible. Oh, it was yes, great, it, was. It, was it was. Like I said, this is like the time where like, she's carrying this episode. Like, it's it's yeah. just her, like... Speaking of, again, we talk about his performances. Um, Harry Lotti has five minutes in which he's, he's spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, the, the, the facial expressions when he like, when he, when he realizes that what she's doing, what Harper is doing, and you just see his face like, he, um, Sagar is very good this episode. Um, Alex who plays Daniel is very good, like, very good performances, obviously, but like, it's just all, all rest. Nigerian. Yes, I th- ooh, let me not assume, but I think so. From his last name, I, I believe he is. Yeah, mm, I thought so. Uh, from his last name, I believe he is. Um, yeah, I've, <laughs> yeah, I, I just I thought it was a great episode. I, I just was just really dumbfounded with how like Caleb Femi uses Mihala's face and steps and how she just managed to hold everything in and just command this episode. There's a lot she's doing, there's a lot, and yeah, uh, yeah I was just very, very impressed. Um, yeah, we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back, we're gonna just gonna talk about um, the other characters. If you're on YouTube, there's going to be no break. So, hi, see you again. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about who should we go? Gossa? Or, let's, let's go a bit levity. Let's, let's do it. Or what do you want? What let's do, do Yasmin. Yeah, I was going to say let's do Yasmin. Let's do Yasmin. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be, this could be another 40 minutes if we're not careful. Um, <laughs> so, there are two important Yasmin scenes I want to do. Yasmin and Celeste, Yasmin and Kenny. Mm. Um, if you have anything else, you can you can sprinkle it in there. Um, Yasmin and Celeste finally have sex again. You guys watch this show, so I'm not I'm, I'm not gonna like go through the entire beat for no. Beat thing. Give us a beat by beat of their sex scene. Campaign. A beat by beat. Mm. Um, I'm sorry, I apologize. Um, yeah, yeah, because it doesn't really work, does it? Because they were having girl on girl sex. So. I don't discriminate. No, Obs- your Obsex- words just don't make Obsex- sense. Sex is beaten. I don't know. I'm sorry. Can we continue? Boo. <laughs> Why? You could have left it there. You didn't have to. Anyways. Um. Yes. So, I... So unlike uh, Bloom, you're not an ally. I know. It's not financial possible not to be an ally in this situation. So, I'm, I am an ally. <laughs> um, God, what was I saying? Yes. I was just very intrigued by Marisa Bella's reactions in that post-sex scene. Because... For everything that Celeste said, it felt like Yasmin had a different weird reaction. Like her reaction when she says, I guess it was the 70s, is like, I can't decipher that. I don't know what, what Yasmin is thinking. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. Um, but I, obviously, the, I, I love the quotes that um, I think I wrote it down here. Um, what Celeste says, I know you're younger than me, but surely you're not naive enough to think I'm not, ju- I'm not just a little messy. I think is what she says. I didn't really, mm-hmm. I, I missed some words there. I think that's right. Yeah. Um, how did you, speaking of facial reactions, how did you interpret Yasmin's reaction when Celeste leaves the room? I thought she was disappointed. Okay. Because I have disappointment here on my, on my notes as well. Um, I have disappointment and I have confusion. Why was she disappointed? Oh no, it's almost like the whole um, Robert thing with Nicole, isn't it? Like, you think you're special. Ah. Uh, but, like Yasmin, I guess in Yasmin's head, right? She wasn't being, like, she was tempting this woman so much that she was cheating on her wife with her. Ah, okay. So now that That you know that, oh, we have an arrangement and you are not the first, you're probably not going to be the last. It just feels a bit more, you know, transactional. 
feel like Yasmin should grab her W's as she can. Like, she was, this woman clearly liked her enough to still do it. Like, mm. it's not she's doing it with every woman on, on the street. Like, I think Yasmin should still just grab her W's everywhere she can. Like, Robert is I like, mean, I get- shit, is, she, is Nicole doing it to everybody? Is a bit different. Like, I, I mean, I'm, she might be, she might have the same feelings. So like, she might have the same, oh, like, is this just the thing that you do, right? Mm-hmm. Because you guys are in an open marriage, like, you might just have sex with anyone you want to. Like, this isn't, doesn't really mean anything to you. I don't know. Yeah. That, was, that was how I interpreted that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah Maybe she, she so she, she feels like she has a lot, she's a lot more emotionally invested than, yeah. than, um, than Celeste. Is. Than Celeste. Which, also, the way Celeste, like, gets up and dresses up is just, it's very, felt, it was yeah. practiced. It it feels very and I, what I was thinking was like um, not cold but almost yeah. clinical and surgical, just like clinical. Uh, yeah, this is. Uh, was like, okay, look, last night I felt like I was going to cross a line, so I went to report myself just like so I have permission to cross the line today. It's like step by step, plan by plan, which I it guess was methodical. <laughs> yeah, I guess you asked me again. I guess we keep forgetting. You know, we keep forgetting how young these guys are. These guys are like 23, 24. Like she's probably fair rolled up in the room, the romance and the whatever of being with her. Yeah, her boss and everything. She even like, mentions it. She even mentions it in the scene, right? She mentions that oh, I never thought oh, I, I never thought I'd get with a married person. Yeah, yeah. And so like, it's a big thing for her. And I, I and then to find actually, out that it isn't. Yeah, it goes back to you thinking about how she, maybe she thinks she's like, tempted because obviously they speak French and they don't they don't put the the what do they call it the subtitles or the meaning. So I don't know, Hadja, you you speak French. Tell me what they said. But I guess it's pressure of like she's like oh. I didn't think I was going to be the temptress or the mistress or whatever. And then Celeste so is like, calm down. You're not like, it's not, you're not. Mm. <laughs> was, I had a discussion. You're not. Um, but yeah, I I, thought, I found out, again, what happens next? Is, uh, it's something that I'm like, what, how does this go? Does like, is it, a, is it for Celeste? Is it like a one-time thing? We get that done and I, I can focus on work or am I open to doing multiple times? What's her plan? Does Yasmin want to do multiple times now that... She knows how she knows, yeah. straightforward it is. Um, we'll see. And I think also there was a... I don't know if it was before or after. I think this might have been after. When she goes back to her desk and she speaks to Venetia about... Yeah, it's after. Robert. Yeah. It's after, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> Venetia says used and abused. And I think she has a physical reaction on her face mm-hmm. to Venetia saying, but I think she might be feeling like that. You know, there's something I was thinking about when I watched that, when mm-hmm. I watched the show, like this, this week after our exclusive and explosive interview with Conrad and Mickey. Yep, last week. Yep. So they say that they, you know, I think they got advice early on in the process to not be afraid to say exactly what's happening in the scene. Mm-hmm. And I think that might have been like Venetia using those words. I think that might be that. Fair. That makes to sense. Explain exactly what, what Yasmin is feeling. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, just giving you yeah. a mentor. And I, I guess she also mm. says the same line again, almost like with takes us to conversation with Kenny, doesn't she? When she's like, mm. um, when Kenny says, you spend that much time with your boss, you become your partner or whatever. And she's like, well, mm-hmm. I don't cross that line. And she's like, exactly. I was speaking to future me or whatever. Promise to my future self. Exactly. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think she definitely does feel used by, by Celeste now that she knows. Now, I don't want to be... question her feelings and I don't spend too much time on this, but like, why? I don't know. Like it doesn't. Are you I, saying? Wait, so Banky, Banky. So in, are you just saying that for yourself, you wouldn't feel that? I don't know why you, know, you wanted does. to smash and then you smashed and then yeah, it's why yeah. You're bad? Y- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I don't understand. Like, 
I got I don't see the maybe maybe part. at the yeah yeah but maybe maybe at the core of it is that Yasmin is still a very monogamous person right yeah like so she the the concept of having several partners where you are emotionally invested in all those partnerships might be a bit foreign okay now. yeah I mean if it's a if it's a monogamous polyamory discussion they're going to have then I guess that's that's Obviously, yeah, that's different. Yeah, that's, so that's I think tree. I think that was where she was coming coming at it from. Like mm-hmm. we are now in a aspect. You and your wife is no longer a, is now us. But Celeste is saying, nah, you're just you're one of my babes. <laughs> Get it? And my wife has her own. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, like, I don't think it's the same. Like, I, I kind of understand, I, I don't know, again, I don't want to question her feelings or whatever, but I fully understand, like, Robert feeling bad realizing Nicole's thingy, mm. but I don't really understand. I, I don't guess I don't get the same feeling with, with, with Yasmin, because I'm just like, everything you wanted and everything you thought was the case has happened just, and now you found out that, like, she had a different, like, she had an excuse or she had a way out. Like, it, maybe to me, maybe because to me, I feel like this is a better scenario. Like now, I'm not, I'm not tell men to stay out of women's business. Fair enough, which is fair, which is fair, which is fair. I think my thing is like, oh, I'm like now you're no longer a homewrecker. So like, why aren't you happy? But <laughs> she wanted to be a homewrecker. I don't get. Well, you know what? You're right. As a man, I take myself out of out of women's women's businesses. But let's talk about let's talk about, talk about women. Let's talk about Yasmin and Kenny. Mm. Um, Yasmin is a woman, not Kenny. Um, I think this is the first time Kenny actually like earnestly apologizes yes this is the first time the apology is not about him right it's not about mm-hmm. his recovery or his steps or whatever it's like he and obviously it comes through through conor McNeil's performance like it's actually you actually feel like this is this is not an act <laughs> nobody if you're this good an actor you shouldn't be at the bank like this is not so yeah i just i thought it was an incredible scene i thought it was like almost like yasmin i don't know if it was her being allergic to actually take the <laughs> apology or just trying to be the whole business of and like, oh it's fine whatever it was but like she was clearly pushing, right, or rather pulling. Mm. While while Connor, um, Kenny was pushing in terms of the apology, I, I really like that kind of push and pull. What do you think of that scene? I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought yeah, performances were great. Um, I think it's a nice bow on top of their you know their story. Maybe they will cross paths in the future. Mm-hmm. But like if this is the last time that they speak, I think it's I think it's a well you know a well deserved ending or a well rounded also- ending. It's also the only point of hope I can think of in this show because, like, it gives Bro. hope that, that Kenny would be a better boss, like Venetia and people like that. Like, he's exactly. led. Uh, I, there's no other hope in Pierre Point and Co. Uh, um, yeah. I, oh, I just saw. I have notes on the score. I was meant to come in here. I just have like the Jamie XS needle drop at the end. It's just incredible. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> it was very, ridiculous. Very, very good. It was very, ridiculous. Very, very good. Um. Should we talk about Ghost Quitting? You know, I was obsessed with that song. I was obsessed with that Re- song. Really? I, I was in Abuja. So did you like, how, what was your physical reaction? Fuck, when, I, lo- when, I lost when it. <laughs> my hair was on my head like this. <laughs> oh, you I had, like, you had oh. the reaction I had earlier in the episode. My hand was actually on my head at the end of the episode when when everything was fucking up and they were playing that music. I was like, fuck, man. Uh, um, what a great episode of TV. Then, yeah, yeah, let's get to let's, Ghost. Let's talk about Ghost quickly before we run out of time. Um... I have it here that Gus's thing feels like a completely different show. <laughs> because it's, it feels like a completely separate show. I feel like happening. I feel like it might come together because they obviously um, they threw some spring mentioned, obviously. yeah, yeah. They, as fast day, they mentioned that his boss got the new <laughs> job boss, yeah. and everything, so it might come together in the last two episodes. But it does feel like I mean, the fact that he's not on PeerPoint, like it does feel like a different show, which is like mm-hmm. is a good thing that they all live together. Um, I think my first note here is that he dyed his hair black. 
and remove the earrings because his parents are still African. He can't he can't go to a confirmation. I love I love that note. I love that he can't go to a confirmation with his earrings and his blue hair. <laughs> like your parents are I want to say they tolerate you in other parts of your life. There's a there's a limit. Um he said, what does that mean? His sister was not even playing games. She, she was said, like, you, you know, know what it means. Like, you know what, exactly do you, like, what do you want like, from me? Why are we, <laughs> like, why we, don't beat around the bush, bro. Um, so I have I have this note. I was like, was this a similar, more, and this being the conversation he has with his sister and the, the chapel for the confirmation. Mm-hmm. Was this a more elongated version of his dressing down of Leo in episode three? Yeah. Which is essentially, uh, what does it say? That you should have... If no, but if you're not gonna live up to, I don't can't remember what he says. I, I should have written down what he says to Leo, but like, it's a bit pathetic if you it's punch down, to right? Not like live up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And is that what, like he says, like, look, what are you gonna do? Are you just gonna live on X K a year? Like, you can't provide for your kids mm-hmm. on that amount of money. And I, I think it was almost the same thing. It's like you kind of like yeah, you might be feeling fulfilled, which obviously, as people who like us as a character, we want him to do a good thing. But she's like, you're living in a real world where that fulfillment is not going to pay. You can't do yeah. social work, which is essentially what it's it's amount to. Um, what do you think of Gus? Are you sad that Gus is probably going to go searching for the bigger money and leave the work that is fulfilling and is helping people, or are you just like, yeah, that's the world he lives in? No, no. I think I felt really bad for the you know that guy that he's always talking to that's mm-hmm. his white friend in his office place <laughs> yeah. i don't know i don't know what to call him like his constituent yeah i felt bad yeah. for him at the end but then i don't know i feel like gus is such a hopeful character um i think whatever he does next and i'm not sure if he's made that decision to be fair i'm not sure if he's decided that he's not going to you know, pursue this in a way that can um, satisfy, you know, his need for fulfillment or validation and his parents' wants for him. I think he might find his way to taking the promotion, you don't think? I think he might. I think he might just end up just taking the promotion, but then do something. Yeah, I think that's what he's going to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we'll see, though. I don't know. I just, I love the story. I thought it was such a well-told story of yeah. there's the immigrant angle there's the black yeah. angle there's yeah. even the junior doctor i guess she's a junior doctor um his sister yeah. because she talks about making consultants so i guess she's still a bit junior yeah. and i just yeah i love i love these of his sister i love the and it's just like look you <laughs> your parents like they already know that you're not working at Pierpoint. They know you've <laughs> left. Like, you might think they don't know, but like, they know you've left. And in, you, what, you told, what they call it, Auntie Mama, which Auntie I'm Auntie Mama. Assuming, I'm, I'm going to assume, like, maybe... Is a great aunt. Grandmother's like sister? Maybe. What did you say? Yeah, yeah great aunt. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, grandmother's sister. And then, like, you told her you're writing a book. Like, <laughs> she's not stupid. <laughs> she knows what that means. And I just like, I like that. I, I like the fact that his sister is like, okay, First time she's have a lot. Like, yeah, yeah. Their chairs in the and then like, look, okay, let's be let's be realistic here. Let we have to do brass tacks. Like you can't do this. You can't. I'm stressing out at work because I need to provide for my with my children. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, we've already kind of given our parents, for lack of a better term, a couple of disappointments already, right? And they they've kind of made peace with the fact that you said you're gay and like that's fine, as fine as it's ever going to be with them. And you've left Pierpoint, okay, but now you can't just leave Pierpoint after. 
18 months and be a social worker. Like, there's only so much they can do. And it, I mean, when you see them at Eton, you're like, this is what they've done for you, Eton, Oxford. Like, mm. come on, you kind of have to, you have to do your do your part. So, yeah. That's a big gap, though, because that's his brother, like, what, 16? Yeah, that was something I was going to ask. Is that his brother or is that, like, his nephew? Oh, no, I'm pretty sure that's his brother. Because his, right? his nephew are, like, what, what um, yeah. just walking now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toddlers, yeah. And then she would okay. have been with him, not the parent. I think, I think that's his brother. Oh, yeah, fair. Um, okay, cool. So let's say his brother is 16 and she's like maybe 28, 30. Oh, yeah. Do you know, I, I, again, I forgot their ages. Yes, he's quite young. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. Because Gus is like 24. He's probably like 23, 24, yeah. 23, 24, yeah. And then she's probably like 28, 30, maybe. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I've, again, I'm excited for the last three episodes. I, again, I just think this is a great season of TV that I'll watch. I think like, these last four or five episodes have just been like, yeah, like some of the best we've seen on TV this year. So, um, do you have any, before we run out, do you have any quotes of head stuff? Nothing with a head, but I think my favorite line from the episode was, don't worry, you know I'm an ally. <laughs> oh. I think, I think that, I think his, Jesse's whole demeanor in that interaction was ridiculous to me. I loved every second of it. Yeah. Because yeah. he's just like, I know you're fucking like, okay, let me, like, this is where it song. happened. It was like a fucking friend. I don't care. <laughs> Um, oh, I have a few. I have I'm a few, paying you to give lines. my son. I have a few lines. I think this is not even like that funny, but I was just like, when he, when the guy on the phone is like, is he a hard guy? Tell him to hold on to it. I was just like, okay, just like that. <laughs> then um, Reddit school shooters, incredible, incredible line. Um, then, oh, actually, that reminds me. You and I are both, we watch a lot of TV shows, like mm-hmm. an unhealthy amount of TV shows. We've done for a few years. Do you know where Kenny's dance is from? Bro, I had no idea. It was so weird. It was so weird. It was like, you should watch more TV. I was like, it's like British TV that like, came out in like the 80s. Like, I, I, should I know what this is from? <laughs> I had no clue. Uh, but yeah, Vinicius re- reply to that is like, is that like a sober thing? I was like, this is <laughs> Oh my God. Vinicius saying, you silly bitch killed me. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Okay. Um, the next two are uh, Rishi because you know you have to have Rishi especially an episode yeah, like yeah, this yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so how have they pulled themselves away from stepsister porn long enough to buy this stock <laughs> insane an I'm insane like, Rish. oh my god and then he goes I'm going to concede I have to active his sex life to be a redditor but I respect him <laughs> and I was like you know what Rishi well done <laughs> Oh, Darishi. Um, yeah, I mean, look, another great episode. Another great, just great performances from Mihala, Harry, uh, Marisa, David, just Alex, Saga, everyone, everyone. Well done, Caleb, Femi, on the second of his two episodes. We didn't really speak much about them last, last week because, obviously, um, we had an interview. But, yeah, just... We didn't, we didn't get much of an update on, on um, Robert's sobriety, but we'll see. I guess we'll find out more about that in, in the coming weeks. Mm. But yeah, yo, do you have any parting words before we wrap up this episode? Nah, bro. Industry season two, six for six. Let's see. I think this is good. This is going to go down, you know. Like, this is going to go down as one of those seasons. Like, uh, like um, Empire season one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> better. <laughs> Luke, let's calm down. Let's better than Empire season one. Bro, what do you mean better? Empire season one was very no. Empire season one was. I'm not even. 
I'm not trying to take down Empire Season 1. Season 1 of Empire is unprecedented and on, like, it's not been repeated. Okay, okay. In but history. <laughs> no, Baki, I hope you know that. I hope you know that. In the history. Oh, no, I think no, it's a very in the good history season. of television, what they did in Empire Season 1 has never been done before and has not been done since. It doesn't make was, sense. Was it a 20-episode season? Or was no, it like I think less? it was 10. It was like oh, okay. between eight maybe and ten. 13, maybe like but 13. to have rising ratings every episode. Oh no, no it was a phenomenon. That, nobody's arguing with that. Nobody's arguing with that. Unheard of. Was that the last? No, this is us. I think it was the last like network TV hit. Or probably this is us. Yeah, it's probably this is us. This is us. Have you watched this is us? Never, not once. Damn, not once. Have you? No, but I <laughs> guess, I guess this is us. Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, guys, yeah, I had a whole outro, but you know what, guys, see us. See you no, next do your outro, do your outro. <laughs> it was like, no, it was. I can't even. Do, it was gonna be. I was gonna reference the episode. I was gonna say something like, no, actually, no, I'm not even gonna do it. Um, guys, thank you very much for listening, <laughs> and join us next week when we'll be joined by Daniel Collier. Bye, guys. That was us. Ugh.